Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam. We're doing episode by episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem of the Holograms because both it and the comic are truly infinite and it's Gem in Infinite 4, but that's not actually how it's numbered. And I don't understand how numbers work anymore. I just heard about Kingdom Hearts. It's Gem of the Holograms colon the Misfits colon infinite number two colon Gem Infinite part four. Yeah. Roman numeral two decimal point a regular number eight. Final chapter prologue. You know, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's the fourth infinite thing. Let's just. Let's do it. Our son Tekrat is in this comic, but he's not in this particular comic. So there's less of a point to it. But here we are. I don't know. It turns out our prediction about this cover of the issue turned out to be 100% correct. Holy crud, right? There are so many swear words I could say in excitement, but I can't because this is our good podcast. This is the podcast where we don't swear so that small children's ears don't hurt. Hello, small children. Because this is a Mitzvitz book, we are back with Jen Sainage on pencils and everything and it very good. I just, I really love Sinaj's style so much. Now, this is a little convoluted from this point. Who wants to catch us up to why the misfits are climbing down a wall? Basically, the misfits and the holograms ended up in this other world after Techrat from Alternate Universe came to be like, yo, our world is really messed up. Come and help us. Only Jim and the holograms were supposed to come, but the misfits caught them and uh, followed them through. And then everybody's like, wow, we need to help this world. And we got to this point by the misfits being like, hey, we want to figure out where the misfits are. And they have gone across the wall from where the 1% are to where the 99% are so they can figure out what the heck's going on and that's where we start. Yeah, so like they took an elevator up, but there is not a down elevator on the other side, it turns out. Yeah, no, so they're having to climb. They are climbing in their like French Revolution hologram outfits. While Stormer just screams about how much she hates all of them. And it's very good. Also, to no one's surprise, all of the uh, holograms start shorting out quickly after they land and get, like, any distance away from the wall. So we're back to everybody in their, like, concert outfits from, like, issue one. Including Stormer's really, really amazing pink leopard print bodysuit. I still love Pizzazz's hair with, like, the curlers up in. So they notice, well, Stormer notices a little kid watching them and tries to say hey in the kid panics and runs off. You'd think we'd see that kid again, but we really don't. I'm sure this will come back to bite them later. While they are just sort of trying to explore the wasteland here, one thing I really love is that uh, Jenna and Roxy have an aside where, like, gem stars are dumb. Lightning bolts, though. Lightning bolts. And Pizzazz is like, wow, do they even have music here? And Stormer's like, Pizzazz, priorities. And Pizzazz is like, music is my priority. Music is all my priorities. That and beating up people who are mean to Stormer. It's true. Yeah, they wander through this ramshackle market. This definitely looks like something that has been pieced together from any kind of spare parts they could find. Just this entire town. Everybody's wearing like ripped clothes and tunics. It's it's about like five seconds away from a Star Trek episode. And then Pizzazz shushes everyone because she hears something. And we see kind of the telltale signs of music in the gym first coming out with some flowy purple music. And at this point, like, it's almost exactly like the smells in cartoon that makes people lift up off the ground and follow it because that is exactly what it is doing to Pizzazz here. Pizzazz follows her nose wherever it goes. And she's like, wow, this is really good. I haven't heard good music since we got to this candy-coated alternate world nightmare, which I love that the thing that Pizzazz hates most about this place is that it is too pink. It needs more colors, like green, black. 
and uh, she finds a little building she shoves through, and then we get a panel where everybody's like, oh my god, what in the bleeding hell is happening? And we get a splash page, because it deserves a splash page, of dystopic cyberpunk Kimber and Stormer. That's right, they're both alive. I love, I love, I love how the only survivors in this comic are the lesbians. They are too powerful. Everybody got killed off, except for the lesbians. Oh, that's, that's very satisfying, isn't it? It's really good, I'm really enjoying this. And Stormer's got like a wicked robot arm, and, and they both have like amazing, amazing, Amazing post-apocalyptic outfits, complete with Stormer's, like, traditional zebra print skirt. I really like Kimber's It's a Cyberpunk Dystopia, So It's Okay rat tail. We're doing the same thing that we had with the holograms, where they noticed that they was the same song, but the lyrics are different. And uh, this is uh, Attack of the Night, except the lyrics are a little different. This is the Stimber... Blah. Stormber. To quote Roxy, it's our song Attack of the Night, almost. Similar lyrics and a different vibe, like still edgy, but with more hope, maybe? I think I kind of like it. Thanks, Roxy. And Jed is like, I suddenly respect Kimber a little bit and I hate that. The lyrics are, they cannot win. It's in the skin. Never give in. We are the light they fear. Let us in and brace our might. We promise you'll love the bite. Different, but the same. It's the attack. We've got the might. We know why you fight. It's their lesbian fight song. Is this, these are really what the lyrics should have been to that one Gem and the Holograms uh, tribute album, where it definitely had what should have been the, like, lesbian power ballad that we all secretly craved. Zaz points out, hey, where are the rest of us? Because what she really wants to do is meet alternate universe Pizzazz, because Pizzazz's best friend in the entire world is more Pizzazz. Alternate universe Kimber and Stormer finish their song, they pump their fists and their robot fists in the air, it's really great, and they're like, donate, fight! revolution, destroy the wall, etc, etc. And Pizzazz is like, my god, they're not just rock stars, they're revolutionaries! I love it! Oh god, I can't get over this rat tail. I also just noticed that Alternate Universe Kimber is wearing a fanny pack. It's a cyberpunk dystopia, it's okay. It's true, especially if you wear it on your hip. I also like that Kimber has, like, graduated from, like, glam lesbian to grunge lesbian with her, like, extremely scoop armpit tank top. Is that a side grade, or would you consider that, like, the level 16 evolution? It's the level 16 evolution, and then the level 37 evolution is just David Bowie. Oh, would that we could all be David Bowie. So, the misfits are just kind of lurking in the back as alternate universe Kimber and Stormer talk to their groupies, uh, like... Like some nerds. Stormer especially looks really weird about talking to other Stormer. I mean, can can they touch? Kazaz is like, look, I'll lead the way. That was pretty good, but where's the main event? Which sets Kimber off as like, you got a problem? But Stormer, of course, even alternate universe Stormer recognizes a Pizzazz angry voice. She's like, oh, my bestie's here. And then she realizes, wait, wait. You can't be here. We have a really great reaction panel. Stormer's crying a little bit. Aww. And so we just sort of skip the explanation and go straight to the reactions over what must be many pints of very, very watered down dystopic beer. I don't think that's beer. I think that's the kind of thing you brew in a trash bag. Technically, it's still beer. Here's here's our thing now. There's double the Stormer. These panels are too cute. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just imagining Kimber in her head being, I know this is a really dire situation, but this is also like a really intense fantasy for me. There are two of us. What I really love is that like Stormer actually says the words, I'm okay on this page. <gasps> I have faith in myself. 
I'm going to make it through the day. I'm okay! And then they'd do anything for a chai latte. That one doesn't fit in the larynx, but okay. I feel ya. Pizzazz interrupts this moment by going, yes, 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 it's all very amazing. But can we get back to the important thing? Which is me. We need to focus on me. I'm the leader here. I am the important one. If we were in a Japanese role-playing game, uh, when we go to the overworld map, all of you would disappear and it would just be me walking around. And then Pizzazz asks the question of where the hell are the rest of the misfits? And she calls uh, Kimber and Stormer a cute little side project, which Pizzazz. Pizzazz. They are the only ones left standing. Of course, their silence just leads Pizzazz to believe that the misfits broke up. And Pizzazz decides that this is once again the hologram's fault. To the point where she pounds her fist on the table to say that. Well, good news, bad news, Pizzazz. God, there's a panel where, like, Kimber is turning to Stormer and saying, are you gonna tell her? And then in the background is just Pizzazz raging with green skulls of all different sizes floating over her head. Like, you know how Donald Duck has that wind-up before he goes full out, like, ballistic? It's like that. Pizzazz is like, I can't wait to get home and tell the world about all this hologram nonsense, which I feel like the title of this arc should have been all of this hologram nonsense. Kimber says, you can't do that, Pizzazz. That's like the one thing you can't do. Kimber has this really amazing scar across her face, too. That's how you know this is the darkest timeline. They are dystopic lesbians with scars and robot arms, and it's very good. I'll be honest, the scar just makes me think of Hawk from Dragon Age 2. It turns out that it's not actually the hologram's fault. Well, it sort of is. But like Tekret said... Actually, it's kind of Pizzazz's fault. Yep, it turns out that this dystopic hell world was created because Pizzazz found out about the holograms and told everybody. And I love the montage that we get here because we actually see like previous Pizzazz outfits here too. So we get the sense that this timeline branched off like earlier on in the comics because Kimber still has her super long hair. Pizzazz has her amazing hoodie skull onesie pajamas and then she also has that like super red not even half of a jacket thing from like what was that issue three and also i love that kimber used the hologram technology to amuse stormer with hologram cats look we have the entire history and understanding of the modern world at our fingertips we use it to look at cat videos this is fair this is a completely human use of technology but what I like about this is that Pizzazz tells the world about holograms, but as you would sort of think, it's not really a scandal. It just makes them more popular. At least until the feds show up and take the technology. You know, normally when the Federales raid a rock star's home, they're not looking for, like, hologram supercomputers. They thought the drugs were in the hologram computers. Yeah, I think this is the uh, wrong hands. The president was assassinated by holograms. The president was assassinated by holograms. Uh, and then the misfits were like, the holograms are a bad thing, which made them a liability, so they were exploded. They were just blown up. Stormer had been staying over with Kimber, so she survived. Can we get a read on that line that isn't Mackenzie with her mouth full of chips? No. Two things I love here. One, we never actually get a story for when the robot arm happened. It just is happening as a matter of course. And two, the bottom panel here of Kimber and Stormer after they have lost everyone they loved doing a revolutionary concert, these outfits and the colors are 100% homages to their Kimber Stormer cartoon episode outfits. I also love that when they went 
rent on the run. They did not change their hair at all. This is where we learn that they've been doing the concerts to organize and raise money for the resistance. What resistance? Are they the resistance? We don't know. They're les resistance. For the love of God, someone find me a beret. Pizzazz, of course, gets right to the point. So you're telling me not only are Jim and the Holograms to blame for the death of the misfits, but we've been erased from history as well? I think blaming the Holograms is missing the point, don't you think? Yep, that's pizzazz. That's a pizzazz. Toe to tip. Take it to the bank, boys. So Kember's like, look, pizzazz, even if you can't get beyond that, you have to realize that giving this information to the public is not a good idea. Yeah, if nothing else, it'll directly result in your death. You care about being alive, right? Pizzazz just buries her face in her own hands and goes, I'm in hell. This is my personal hell. Pizzazz, I'm pretty sure there's lots of people in this world who have it worse than you. And Jed is like, hi, we're here too. And then our universe Stormer starts to notice that her little uh, hologram earring is glowing, which is not a normal thing. But it looks like the signal's too weak, so they have to climb up on top of a tower to get a signal. It's like the regular holograms thing, which is every couple of issues, there has to be somebody doing something dumb to try to get a phone signal. That is one of the best things about doing a modern gem in the holograms. So on top of this derelict skyscraper, Stormer is still holding up the earring as high as she can get it, and that actually works. It's like a Power Rangers moment. There's a giant pink gem head. May the holograms protect you. So it's Jerrica in her holograms outfit, like with the giant hologram glasses. She says, we need you all back here right now. Techrat has made arrangements to get you through. We have a plan. We need all of us together to make it work. And then Pizzazz says, sure it will. Whatever you say, Gem. And that's just the end of the issue. Yeah, she has to get one last zinger in. I know you're Jim now. I know. Maybe it's just because most of this issue was flashbacks and sitting around talking, but this felt like a really short issue. It really did. I mean, we definitely needed to fit in sort of that character backstory somewhere. I mean, I liked everything that was in it, but it definitely felt like there were some more pages that could have been in it. But I think that's just the pacing. The important thing is cyberpunk dystopia lesbians. I am serious about wanting the cover of this issue as a poster or something that I can put on my wall. 100% look at them. It's just an excellent, excellent, excellent piece of art. There's also an ash can for the issue that came before this, which is still a weird thing to do, but here we are. Next issue, we're going to be back with the holograms. And since we're recording this after it's came out, let me just tell you, it's going to be very interesting to talk about. So I would come back for that episode. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr. We are on the internet just about everywhere at the Gem Jam, except on Twitter, we are at Gem Jam Cast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe, comment, wherever you find our podcast is always very helpful, helps us metrics, helps us get discovered, helps us come up with better pitches because, wow, that one was real bad, wasn't it? I love how you said helps us metrics. Help us metrics. Help us metrics. We need to metrics. <laughs> please the metrics. I want to metrics, please. If you want to support us with dollars, you can do that at patreon.com slash the gem jam for a couple bucks a month. You can support both the gem jam, I Will Fight You, our other podcast, which is going to have an upcoming episode about Kingdom Hearts and just had one about Ever After. And you can also support Date Me Damn It, our YouTube series where Kit plays Otome games and we yell at her while she does it. Oh God, you guys, it's the worst. There are too many boys at this point. None of them are appealing. 
They're all terrible. They're all terrible boys, and we have to kiss one of them. We'll see you back here for more gem. Either we'll be going to Gem Infinite, or we might actually finally be wrapping up the cartoon. We'll see how it goes. Uh, season three has been a train wreck for us. This is going to kill me. So until next time, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we remind you, you're in a desert, walking along in the sand, when all of a sudden you look down (laughs) and you see an outrageous crawling toward you. You reach down and you flip the outrageous over on its back. The outrageous lays on its back, its belly baking in the hot sun, beating its legs, trying to turn itself over, but it can't, not without your help. But you're not helping. Why is that?